I don't want to nitpick, Tom, but is this really your plan? Spend your whole life locked inside a mall. Maybe that's okay for now, but someday you'll be out of food and guns. And you'll have to make the call. I'm not surprised to see you haven't thought it through enough. You never had the head for all that bigger picture stuff. But Tom, that's what I do. And I plan on eating you slowly. You're listening to TV Ate My Dinner. My name is Sean, and once again, I'm sitting here with Brooks and Greg and Madougal. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? A little after Guess midnight. Who's back? Back again. <laughs> here we are to continue our conversation from last week. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, go check out last week's so you'll see what we're talking about. Your life depends on it. We are, we're deep in the tips from the zombie front. Yeah, and who knows what else we'll be getting into. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it could get ugly. I have a feeling it's going to get ugly. Yeah. Can we take a, a break from the zombie thing for just a minute? I would like to say before I forget that I did watch Drag Me to Hell. Did you, did you like it at all, Sean? I did like it in a lot of parts. It, it kind of annoyed me because, like, the the scenes there's so many scenes in it that i really like don't spoil it for like, me i haven't seen it so so much well i don't think i can spoil it for you because the commercials it's like she she crosses a gypsy yeah, the, i know the, the, the basic gypsy i just don't curses her yeah, you know what I'm saying. it's the exact same plot of thinner like scene for scene practically that's what bothers me about it the story is is not inventive at all but no. but the way they shoot it is is classic sam raimi it, exactly. it's a lot of fun that's why i like it well, it's definitely watchable for that. I just, it did kind of bother me that it's like, if you guys are going to come back and do this, you know, she's, that lady sort of, so reminded me of Evil Dead. They're just jumping around. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's a lot of really fun stuff. It's like, why waste this on such a, such an elementary plot when you I mean, guys could have come up with something a little bit better? I mean, the nosebleed scene, I brought that up at Hark, cetera. I mean, that part just like, oh my God, Raimi. <laughs> they have so much awesome grossness in that movie. Like, it, it really is. I mean, it's funny. There, there are so many times where I'm watching it go, Bo! I! Like, we were laughing out loud watching it. It's just the it's just the general plot that that, that needed work. Oh, yeah. But I would I would take this to say that I would like to see Sam Raimi making more horror movies because I can see where when it comes to that sort of slapstickiness, he's still got it. Yeah, that's just his style. You know, I just he he isn't there for the big story or anything like that when it comes to horror. It's just like, here, I just want to show you some cool shit I can do. Oops, sorry. Well, I'm all for that. <laughs> you know, I'm all for that. But it's like even stuff like Evil Dead, where it's just kids going up to a cabin, which is a pretty you know rudimentary plot. Yeah, they still did something with it that made it a little something more, you know. And I don't feel like they did like this one, and it was real predictable. Yeah, like it was kind of sad. Like I was watching it with my cousin, and he's like, like, oh yeah, he <laughs> predicts the end of it like immediately as soon as it happens. Like oh, I can't even believe I didn't see that. I feel kind of <laughs> bad for 
for gypsies because that's that's a legitimate ethnic group. I brought this and up time in the and time forum, again, and time again. They're made to look like magical treated, evil people. Yeah, they're treated as like gypsies are treated like vampires. They're like like as a separate like race of of evil monsters <laughs> when there are actual gypsies. You know, the gypsy curses do seem. Or you get the Brad Pitt version. Yeah, even those guys are oh, creepy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, really. If you ran into that, you like that? You like that? I mean, they're they're not to be messed with. I like ducks. You definitely don't want to mess with those guys. Dogs. I like dogs. That's the best. Yeah, ducks. I mean, you, you hardly ever see. I guess it's such a small and uncommon, at least in the states, an uncommon kind of people to run into that we feel it's okay to to capitalize on these stereotypes but I, it does it, it it makes me uneasy it does and i mentioned that when i first saw the trailer for the movie and like isn't it isn't it bordering on i mean it's insensitive but it's, it's just about borders on a form of racism i don't know gypsies aren't a race but i guess it's still culturally insensitive but it, it would be sort of like someone getting a native american curse on them and having the guy dressed like tonto yeah, you know we're like, of course, I curse you. Plus, I also, I, I have difficulty buying into a premise where another person can just conjure something that's going to drag you straight to hell, and you have no. I was like, I'd just be praying for that three. Well, days. if someone has that power, why aren't they? Why are they poor gypsies? You know, it seems like that's an. In- <laughs> well, that's what bothers me. It's like, lady, like I want to sit down with you. Okay, first of all, I don't own the bank. Okay, <laughs> so there's that. Second, you know, I'm not the one who didn't pay your mortgage. All right, I'm putting that out there. Now, <laughs> you've you've stolen a button and used that to get a demon to take me to hell, and that says to me that you have some resources that you could be using, and this just seems like a mismanagement of that for you to be sending me to hell, but you still can't pay your mortgage. You're still not getting your house she back. She could be working for the CIA and taking care of political enemies and stuff, you know. doing anything. Well, how, did, how did you, like, go into five extensions on your mortgage, and you have – you got something like this going on? Then you die two days later. It's like, oh man. <laughs> Maybe she could have helped, like, been a, like an advisor, like a resource advisor. Could have done anything. I so, just, like, I, a, I don't, I don't like know. to nitpick on you, but really, you could have, you could have applied yourself more, <laughs> not knowing that you have this, this talent. I'm fighting for an assistant manager position at my bank. You understand? <laughs> you hear me? This is this reflects poorly on both of us. <laughs> But I've I've made that point before, which already bothers me. First, it's jerk gypsies who aren't even cursing people correctly. In Thinner, where they stole the story from, there was more of a moral justification that the gypsy wanted to curse him. In this, it's like you got a little embarrassed because you can't pay your bills. You're taking it out on me in what I think is a somewhat draconian way. Is, is there uh, – I haven't seen it yet, but is there kind of like a societal play on the current mortgage crisis you think in this? Is it – is it trying to? No, I don't know. Is it just coincidence <laughs> that it that involves a mortgage? That involves a mortgage. Maybe, maybe they're trying to make it. If they're maybe trying to make was, a point, maybe he was, but I don't know. I never really it's looked that deep to into recognize. it. Didn't throw a curse on George Bush. They don't really put her in a light that makes you think she's got this coming at any point. Really, I mean, there is like the. On a similar note, have you seen the ads for this? this is making me crazy. 
there's an old episode of like Tales from the Dark Side or something where this guy shows up and he hands a couple a box with a button in it. Have you seen no. this episode? This was a great episode of the Tales from the Dark Side. He hands him a box with a button. He says, if you press the button, I'll give you like $10,000. It's not even like a big amount of money. And like, what happens if we press the button? And like, well, someone will die. Yeah. And like, well, I don't want to do that. So don't worry. It won't be anyone you know. It'll just be someone out in the world will die if you hit the button. And so the whole story is about the couple arguing over whether or not they should hit the button. And finally, the wife does it because, you know, it's always the wife. Yeah. <laughs> In the stories, it's always a way. Can't trust Eve. women down to the you apple. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. It's I guess that's the. But she hits the button. He comes. He shows up. He he gives him the money. Takes back the box. And like, well, what are you going to do with the box now? It's like, well, I'm going to go give it to somebody. Somebody you don't know. And uh, I guess the reference is <laughs> they'll die if that person hits the button. Yeah, if they hit the button, yeah, it's you. Yeah, and that's and it was such a clever episode of a show. They've made a movie out of this. Really. Where is there a 90-minute movie? I just told you the whole story in, like, a minute. What movie? <laughs> it's called The Box. It's got, like, uh, Cameron Diaz really? in it. It's I haven't seen soon. that. Yeah, I'm I've watching heard about this it. thing blown away going, what? what? I mean, is it, are ideas that hard? Like, Sam Raimi's ripping off Thinner to make a movie. They're ripping off Tales from the Dark Side or Night Gallery or whatever show it was that had this. Story. And there's a V miniseries coming on. I mean, come on. Well, series. I'm looking forward they to that. They went straight now. to series. Well, I'm glad they're bringing back V, but it is weird how it's like, is it that difficult? Yeah, I mean, it's making an original aliens invading. I'm, they're probably not going to keep the original story anyway. They're really just keeping yeah, the name. So why not just name it something else? And is the name that popular? That's what makes yeah, me wonder. is there a wonder. huge V like, contingent? Where do they get the there? idea? Except for the people our yeah, age. Apparently there was enough to justify making a movie. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I mean, I, it was big I, in the I'll 80s, and I really enjoyed it then, I so I will v, watch it. But but it'll disappoint me if it lacks, because, you know, V's not perfect as an 80s miniseries, but there are certain nuances to it that I'd like to see them uphold yeah. i like that this idea of you know an alien invasion as an allegory for hitler's germany basically if it doesn't have beastmaster in it know, how am i supposed to enjoy it that's all i'm saying <laughs> they did try to pack it with a lot of nerd with like a lot of nerd friendly actors carry were in there somewhere who knows no, maybe the- um, but the chick from, from Firefly, Firefly is, is in it, in and here. the guy from Jewel? 4400 is in it. Juliet from Lost is one of the main people. Really? Hmm. Or at least the main people in the commercial. I don't know if she's a regular on the show, but there's a lot of familiar faces for sci-fi fans in the show. But you would, you are led to wonder, it's like the day the earth stood still. If you have no interest in the story, hopefully, you know. Well, I hope they don't go with the green it? earth thing with it. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. They better be lizard people. Because <laughs> they're Nazis. It's Could what happened in Nazi Germany happen in America today? That's the story of V. That was the question posed with lizard and people. answered. Yeah, with lizard people with laser guns. You know, that's the popcorn. But the whole idea where they come up with, like, this Hitler youth sort of thing. Where and the they turn in their parents Are recruiting stuff. human yeah. youth. Because they need to have collaborators in the population. It's like that's where it started to become scary. Like the the visitors by themselves are not, but how happily humans embraced them to the point where even where they they were exposed as being evil, it didn't turn the tide. 
Like that was the commentary that made it interesting. Okay, I may have some some more zombie rules, but do you guys? Do you guys yeah, have well, like when we were playing Left for Dead, we said we discovered something that I think is a very handy thing to know how to do, and that is running backwards while shooting. <laughs> Run backwards. Yeah, I yeah. bet that's you know hard to do. In front I of bet you. in real life, running backwards by itself is really hard to do. Much less doing it while accurately <laughs> when I run shooting. At all the shooting range, they get real mad. When you're running backwards at the shooting range, just let it go. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not protocol but that at all. Would be a, that's a necessary, I would say not even useful, but necessary thing to know how to do. It ha- it comes up a lot in um to, in this movie. They're always shooting backwards, like turning around and shooting in Zombieland. Just being able to run and shoot. You got to kill stuff difficult. that's like, behind you, you yeah. know, but you got to keep moving Movies while you're doing make it. it look easy. Like, this is something I wanted to mention because me and my dad went shooting and he had a gun with awesome. laser sighting. And he's a, and I, I've been a big proponent of them in the zombie scenario. And I still am because laser sighting is going to help you line up a shot faster. But one thing that I thought was interesting is, you know, he wasn't getting guaranteed hits from this laser sighting. They still weren't oh, perfect. Really? Like, you still have to practice your steady hand. You still have to account for where the laser might be off. You know, and and I would I would advise people in that way. Yeah, the laser sighting is better because you know you see that red dot. You know you're in the area of a headshot. But don't think that that by itself is doing. It. You got to account for your movements. You got to account for recoil. You got to account I guess for slight variations. Pull the trigger. You know, the red dot in the way it's done. I think. You know. I think with yeah. me, it might make it even harder because you're trying to steady that that red dot out. You know, yeah. thirty yards As away or whatever. Trying to you know. As, As a shooter to, of video, like when you get a, a video camera with a really good zoom, once you've zoomed in really far, if you move the camera at all, I mean, it jerks several feet in the yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. Think about that with your laser sighting. It's the same principle. Yeah, you might line up that dot, but a tiny movement of your hand puts that dot like five feet away. You know, not, I mean, I don't think you're going to get that kind of range with a laser sight. <laughs> Any gun that has laser sight is not going to have that kind of range. But you know what I'm saying is like, you got to take that into account that it's good to help you because you're in a crunch situation. Anything that helps you line the shot up faster is a good thing, but it's, there are no guarantees at all. I also, man, I didn't mention it, but if you're going to go automatic, I would definitely make sure you have a hammer action gun because it's easier to, to make them ready to shoot. And plus it's, it's easier to account for pulling the trigger when it's a hair trigger. My dad had a gun that was one of those uh, trigger safeties. Have you ever seen those where it, it takes a little bit more effort? I have to pull no the idea trigger, what you're talking about. And that's about. the safety. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, we've already established that you're not going to make it. I'm really <laughs> talking. What do you mean hammer action? The, the others. <laughs> to the survivors. Machine gun or whatever. Hammer action. You've seen like a semi, no, not a machine gun, a semi-automatic. My finger's my safety, dude. If you're shooting, if you're shooting like a Colt 45. You'll notice that a lot of them actually still have a hammer that you can pull right. back like a revolver. That, and you might wonder why that's necessary. Well, because if you pull that hammer back, the slightest pressure on that trigger so that is going to shoot. That thing you is can ready usually to go just off. pull the trigger and it will pull the hammer back and forward. But if you already have the hammer back, it's like half the trigger's half pulled. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. It's bang bang time. Yeah. That's right. And that's what that stuff is for. But some semi-automatics are built with a safety that feature in the trigger where 
it's almost impossible to pull the trigger by accident. It takes a certain amount of pressure on the trigger. And I noticed when I was shooting this thing, I was always shooting downward because I wasn't compensating for how much the extra pressure that was required to pull that trigger. And it was always throwing me off. You really want a gun that is not necessarily a hair trigger all the time, but can become one in a pinch. And that's something I wouldn't go with that trigger safety stuff, and I would go with something that had hammer action. Maybe you should put a list of suggested weapons on the. Uh, like, I have go out, my go written out and notes. Find the brand. Now I recommend the yeah, Winchester tested 45. Tested them all on real zombies. Know. Let me tell you. <laughs> I got eight. I've been going over it pretty seriously tonight, but I have like eight pages of notes. Like, wow. I, plan, I plan to to actually just just go ahead and publish this list at least on the forum because I mean as far as what kind of gun to have, what kind of gun for a backup to have, what are the pros and cons of different things. I've tried it to cover like it tonight. It seems like you're going to need a large you know, caliber because I mean a small episodes. caliber. I mean the whole idea is that you're going to take their head off in one shot. Otherwise, it's pointless shooting them in the chest. I, I wouldn't think well, is going to do anything. Doesn't have to. You just stop brain activity. You don't take their head off. Plus, the, what my recommendation is, you know, you want a pretty large caliber semi-automatic for your primary weapon. So it's it's kind of a hand cannon already. See, we're again we're mixing our zombies up because head. I mean, are we talking undead? And I would suggest guns that have a bullet that you can get a lot of. Well, I would recommend that you assume a headshot for anything because whether or not it's a slow zombie undead or one of these fast zombies, headshot's going to kill it. But you know, you can also get. Uh, a revol- these revolvers that are basically like a 38, but it can fire 357 mag rounds. So it does have not only well, does it have it a little not extra a 357 punch, if it can right fire ammunition. 357 rounds. I'm confused. Shorter barrel, it's right? Designed as a thir- as a 38, but I mean the the bullets are similar. The rounds are just those are just more powerful. But you're not getting as much punch yeah, as you get with 30, a 357. 38, you want to step up on somebody and shoot them in the back. But the good thing about these is, <laughs> man. well, We're there's some truth to that. Watch like list. Some <laughs> yeah. it's, it's designed for concealability, a lot of these. You can get one of these, like, concealable 38s that you can this keep in your Saturday pocket. Night. Yeah, I know what you're talking Special. about. Exactly. But if it's firing, like, 357 <laughs> rounds, and you get some of these that can fire, like, you know, you get a revolver. You can get a revolver that shoots 12 rounds. That's ridiculous. But if it's concealable, you'll you'll want. Well, one why would you need to conceal in a but zombie you can situation? You shoot like six or seven. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not just the zombies. Like when you get beset upon by the the Mad Max weirdos and they take your primary weapon that's strapped to your hip, you still want to have this. Well, thing Well, maybe in an if you just holster. have your gun out at all times, you won't have to worry about people taking your guns. Well, that's why you have it strapped to your hip so they know you're healed. But if they get the drop on you, you don't want to get your only gun. You don't want to go in there naked, do you? It's going old. It's going old west, you know. Old west with zombies. That's what the zombie war is going to be all about. You're going to be walking around, and hopefully, you'll have some kind of rifle strapped over your shoulder too. Yeah, I would think that a, a shotgun would be a good. Me too. I mean, you, I, I'm, I'm a big man. proponent of the shotgun. I would in say either a shotgun. And, yeah, Either like a, a shotgun or an assault rifle. Well, I'm thinking a long-range shotgun, like they use like, for hunting. You know, like like 
deer hunting. I mean, uh, bird hunting and stuff. I would definitely say a shotgun will have more uses because mm. it's hard mm. to miss when you have buckshot and stuff. You know, at, at, at least Most at medium of the range. Time, yeah, but the damage at that rate isn't that great, man. I mean, yeah, it's if you're far for birds, enough though but... that you want to snipe a zombie, then you can just run. Like there's <laughs> this. This isn't a military scenario. A shotgun is fine for zombies because hopefully you're only fighting them when they're up on you and you can't get away. If you can get far enough away to get like a clear shot with an assault rifle, then run. You're never there to fight the zombie. Well, that's assuming you don't want to defend territory. Well, you, you don't. You, you don't recommend that at all, defending territory. I do not it recommend that at all. It would be useful if the zombie is My, between you and where you need to get. Yes, or if you have like a downed member of your team, teamwork is part of this. If in a rescue op, then you are going to want something with more military. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. me. If it's... <laughs> yeah, we might have to have a talk if it's Brooks. We might have to weigh some pros and cons. But yeah, that's the stuff to think about. If you're in a team, I think you should also think about if you're going di- to divide up the the uh, the supplies. You should think about not giving any vital supplies to the person that you don't want to go back and save. Because that's, a, that's you know, someone's down, you're like, oh, I really don't well, like that guy, but he, he's carrying the walkie-talkie batteries. You know, oh, we got to go save him now. Damn. I hate to say this, but even in a team scenario, I have to say just evenly divide everything. Like, you've got to be able – I mean, think modular just like robots. You've got to be able to make sure everyone can operate independently of the team if they have to, which means everybody has their own guns. Everybody, if there is food, has their own enough to survive when they're – if they're – separated from the camp you know everyone has their own walkie if you have walkies if you have a team walkies are a good thing to have i wouldn't go with cbs necessarily or ham radios because because they're they're just they they transmit further walkies are great because it's a communicator that doesn't count on a central node and that's a good thing that you need because cell phones are going to be out pretty early on for that reason it I needs think, a central you know, node zombie land the, the zombies are never a real threat they never even make any effort to fortify anything sometimes they're, they're just casually going by zombies and like it's not a big yeah. deal in zombie land Grab but a map. there are parts when they when they're yeah there are parts when they're driving and they pass tanks and armored personnel carriers i'm like no in a real zombie situation i would think I would rather be in that arm old, that APC. You would just try it at least, yeah. Yeah, Maybe I mean, can, if we can't drive about, it, we'll go back to the Hummer. But let's try. Know. It's big and slow, man. And if you can drive it, you well, speed's not an issue. You got nowhere to go. You know, they're not even going anywhere. Plus, well, you don't I mean, want to rush up on some zombies. A million zombies could climb all over that thing, and they would never tear into it. But you got to think I mean, of the herd situation. You don't want to move so fast that you roll right up on something. I would think an APC would be a much better situation because at least, at least, if the worst happens and you run out of gas and they're all over you, you're safe for the moment until something comes and distracts them and drives them away, you know, because they're not going to get into that thing. Here's another couple points I learned from playing Left 4 Dead, and these are good team tips besides learning to run backwards, which is just a single man tip. Because as I learned in Left 4 Dead, when you're running backwards and just shooting indiscriminately, you just run through your own guys. You're like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> I shot a lot of guys that way. But that's A lot a, of friendly fire. That's why I think <laughs> Lost a lot a of person, friends, eh? if a person's gun crazy or trigger happy, then they should always take point for that reason. 
because if yeah, you get, make sure they don't hear any loud noises behind yeah. them either, because it'll spin around and boom. Yeah, that, oh, sorry, Bill. That goes to my rule for not sneaking up on folks. I also think that living people should develop a secret signal so that they can recognize each other right away. Like if you see another person you think they might be alive, sing to them or whistle. Things zombies don't do. Let them know right away that that you're not. <laughs> you don't want to be. I mean, if you can get a t-shirt, see a t-shirt that says I'm alive is only good unless you until you get bitten and then it's deceptive. <laughs> and then you're just yeah. lying. Like oh, I've seen that shirt before. <laughs> yeah, really, it's another one of them. But zombies don't whistle. I think that's we can all agree they don't sing. So that would be the that's hand going signals. To be the new greeting. But like zombies may have greeting. some muscle muscle memory of hand signals. Yeah, I suppose. But, but but I could see like, or they could accidentally make a gesture. But if a guy just rolls up singing, obviously you don't want to do it constantly because that's going to attract zombies. But I mean, and you're it's not gonna, sure, and it'll become irritating, and then you'll get shot. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> like a dead man when he shoots the other guy just because he's irritating him. I'm ganking him anyhow. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta watch that. Don't be irritating in a post-apocalypse. And, all right, that's a good one anyway. Uh, let's see what. But that's I have several rules about identifying yourself. Like, cause in Night of the Living Dead, he sticks his head out the window just looking, and then like, yeah. there's one. Like, no, no. You go, hey, a live guy here. I'm about to look. Are you okay? Like, yeah, wave a like, flag or something. Long preamble. I'm still alive. Don't shoot when I look, okay? Cause I'm alive, so don't shoot. All right, okay? Don't shoot. <laughs> Now wait till they answer before you stick your head out. <laughs> really, and then don't stick your head out. Don't just assume they hear you. Don't just assume they care. <laughs> if they don't say, okay, we won't shoot. And even then, like, there's no reason you can't just talk to them through the wall. <laughs> well, even then, grab one Actually, of the dead guys, people and lift his head, head up through. over and see if they shoot that. Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm not going to put my head out the window anyway. No, No offense. I just was thinking after I said that, that there's, I don't really need to see you. <laughs> just go ahead and scream out of your friendly or I'm going to stick my gun through the window and start shooting. Okay? What that's, do you say? Um, that's covered in the University of Florida disaster plan. It's, it says here, employees it's, should avoid dispatching infected employees in the absence of witnesses. This can cause problems <laughs> with documentation. Yeah. Well, yeah. in the Night of the Living Dead remake, she shoots the guy who's a jerk just because he's a jerk and tells everyone who's a zombie. <laughs> But that's why he should have been yelling at first. So well, you'd probably him. take advantage of that you know, every once in a while if you, if you could. Which is why you should avoid the other humans. Never groan, growl, or snarl. That's a rule. <laughs> Sleep on your side to avoid snoring. It might attract zombie attention or be mistaken for zombie groans. <laughs> Good one. Uh, man, I'd be in bad shape in that regard. Well, if you're sawing logs pretty serious, then they'll know the difference. Because the double tap rule swings both ways. There is a rule, like, learn the difference between dead and dead dead. Like, a guy who's breathing is just unconscious. Don't shoot him either way. The living dead don't breathe at all. So snoring might save your life in that situation, if they can tell. <laughs> Unless I shoot you for snoring, which some people do. Yeah, well. snoring too loud. <laughs> Target practice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the well, beginning of Zombieland 2 is another example of how the pretty girls get you in trouble. He never stops to ask, you know, well, did you get bitten by this guy or whatever when the girl comes to his apartment? And she's and she like, doesn't Can I lay volunteer down? that like, information. Yeah. That is a zombie party foul if ever I've seen one. Yeah, she's she like, says, tried that to guy bite tried me. tried to bite me and didn't even reveal. 
Like I know and that they didn't know. Why it was wouldn't a she go thing. to the hospital or something if she had been bitten by some I know. homeless you'd crazy realize, guy? Do you realize how filthy it is to get bitten by another human? That's like the worst animal to get bitten by outside a zombie world. <laughs> I mean, our mouths are filthy. It's a fact. There is no yeah, and she's just like, can I just lay here? It's like, what? I know she must have been already halfway zombie. It's somewhere in her mind if she was already thinking brains. <laughs> <laughs> And he yeah. just try, he just goes, of course, you know, never, never asks any questions. That goes back to one of our old horror rules, which was look a gift horse in the mouth. If a chick like that just walks in and wants to sleep on your shoulder, you don't sleep. You shouldn't <laughs> let her in the house, but if you do, don't you go to sleep. That's paranormal activity. Okay, I get it. You're a good boyfriend, but don't you dare go to sleep. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's okay. Set my camera. It's like, good. That way we'll know what happened to you. <laughs> Good plan. Jack and apes. Yeah, you are a jack and apes. <laughs> the University of Florida oh, this... study does not consider the I am legend creatures to be zombies. Ooh, another blow. Another blow to I am legend. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> the debate rages on. <laughs> oh man. I've got the book. I need to read it. I did this pick is... up the book finally. So in this documentary study of a zombie outbreak in New York City and surrounding areas, uh, the main character asserts that the zombies were effectively deterred by garlic. However, it can be argued that the infected, analyzed, and Lawrence's, I guess that's the character's name, okay. study were not, in fact, zombies at all due to their conscious hunting behavior, inability to come out during the day, and volatile fluid movement. Yeah. They're only zombies aesthetically. I've, I've acknowledged that. Yeah, I don't want to bring up that debate again. Yeah, I think we all ca- yeah we all came to a, to an agreement on. It's funny that other well, people had it, this debate we, too. We, apparently, we settled on well, terms. It's, it's actually kind of funny because this paragraph goes on to uh, you know talk about it a little bit more, but then they stop and say once again, however, it is not the purpose of this disaster preparedness exercise to enter into this scholarly discussion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that is a raging debate. They must listen to your show. Yeah, sounds like it actually says Sean. Okay, Sean. Uh, Another good thing I learned in Left 4 Dead, if you do get a hold of... I don't see you getting a hold of automatic weapons. And I don't see... Because it's so easy to just blow out all the ammo you have, I don't see that being your weapon of choice. But Left 4 Dead taught me that while you're sweeping an area everyday stuff keep your pistol at the ready but if you get swarmed by a horde break out the fully automatic <laughs> like unload on them saving lives is way more important than saving bullets so just let yeah. it out you're not well, gonna bullets aren't gonna do lives. any good if you're dead <laughs> yeah, exactly that goes on a t-shirt well i mean <laughs> it's your life that if they're on you and you're getting out the uzi at, at that point it's yourself that actually reminds me of one thing my dad said when we were debating the the various merits of certain guns, because because I think he had Sounds a gun like that had you like and seven your dad bullets. Have some strange talks. <laughs> but I don't think I'm liking was, We were talking about like because I was saying you know if you get a semi-automatic it seems like that's a good one because you just slap the clip in and you're good. But having shot a automatic versus a revolver, I've noticed that loading a revolver is really easy. So six shots versus eight, actually, you're reloading a lot faster with the revolver. 
I mean, sure, you can. Well, how hard is it to put clips. a clip into a gun, though? Isn't if you it have just... a bunch of loaded clips in the movies, they like they run out of a clip and they just discard it like it's nothing. That's like twenty bucks, man. <laughs> you can't just drop a magazine like quick, it's nothing at uh, all. That's not disposable. Uh, revolver chambers too but my dad ended the debate with with a pretty good point he said if you're fighting something that takes more than seven bullets then you're probably gonna die anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah good point dad i think that's a good survival rule thanks like the reloads are irrelevant (laughs) yeah so really you want to use those shots as an excuse to get clear not to to win the battle if it takes more than seven bullets to kill it you're dead (laughs) In the original Buffy movie, says the golden rule is that one vampire is a lot easier to kill than ten. That's a good zombie rule as well. <laughs> Unless you're blade vampires, much we don't have. We've never d- developed a disaster plan for vampires. Oh, I can't stand vampires anymore, man. I barely could no, sit through no that vampires. new moon trailer. I mean, seriously, the new moon trailer came on in Zombieland, and I could I barely kind of sit still. Vampires just they're not really a threat. They're just running around being all sexy I know. and stuff. Here's the recovery plan. Lock up your 14-year-old daughters. Yeah, you know how... <laughs> yeah. The and biggest threat sons. from Zamp vampires is just that, that you'll get depressed because it's they're just so, they're so gloomy. It's so hard being a vampire. <laughs> they have such deep eyes. <laughs> oh, the biggest danger, make sure you don't get lost in their dreamy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay... Oh, I can't. Okay, Dad. I can't bear it. I don't understand this Thanks, this Dad. Twilight thing. I I haven't read the book and I haven't seen the movie, so I I'm I watched not the crit- first movie just because it was such a big thing, and you know I like to keep my finger on the pulse. But God, it looks infuriating. Oh, it just looks like it's angst, like this, trackness. like oh. I'm so tired of these guys that have lived. These guys that have lived forever. Where she's hanging out with the vampire family. And they're playing baseball. And while they're playing baseball, another roving group of vampires shows up and like, hey, can we play? And they start playing baseball, and one of them turns out to be a jerk. And that's like that's how the entire conflict of the film is ignited. Really? Yes. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> this is like a huge selling book and stuff. It amazes me. I know it makes me so mad. I don't know, we better be careful. We better not rip on it. You know how what happened last time. I mean, on Harry I, I'm not trying we to about. rip on it, but at the same time, <laughs> right. I'm like, these aren't vampires, man. They need to come up with a new monster that is what these they guys glitter are. Glitter in the sunlight. They glitter. If these were just some creation they that they made up, you know, these dreamy teenage. Can they come out in the daytime? If they come, they can't go out in the daytime because they glow like glitter. <laughs> because they're so dreamy. <laughs> They, they don't die. I'm they don't like melt. You, no. Do they even they drink just can't blood? Go out in the sun. Uh, these don't. Well, they, what I, are they? They're they, not vampires. I don't know. Someone was saying, and it may have been Lynn. Or, they're goth kids now. Yeah, that's what the, I'm saying. The, just a bunch of author of these books. The author of these books had a dream about like a creature that glittered in the sunlight or something, and then she wrote the books and made them vampires. They should have just come up with their own thing. Something else because, oh God, vampires are the worst. (laughs) They're just getting worse. Oh God. Oh, it's so true. We've lost. It's like in the war, like in the war of monster movies, like we lost the vampire front. It's like, don't go back there. We've lost (laughs) vampires. Fall back. 
It's like we've got maybe werewolves, but that's looking real. They're, they're taking yeah. werewolves yeah. over. This out. new moon trailer looks like there are werewolves in it. It's got it's werewolves. Yeah, it's werewolves versus vampires. Oh my god. Lichens. The werewolves. We're losing werewolves too. Yeah. <laughs> Underworld didn't help. It didn't really hurt, but it didn't help. We 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 don't have a really solid werewolf story. I would like us to go looking for werewolves on one of our little adventures. I'm researching that right now. I'm throwing it out there. Well, I think Carrollton would be the place to go for that. All right. That's fine. But we need... The, the only thing that makes this work is we, we need a witness account. You know, gypsies know quite a bit about werewolves. Well, <laughs> if we can find them. Or witches. Witches, apparently. But modern... We've sort of lost witches, too. There were gypsies in Carrollton. I mean, we met one of them. Remember that guy that brought his daughter to the radio station to get interviewed? No. You might not have been there for that. I, I don't want to name names. I don't think I was there for that. But there was a, a person in Carrollton who was a psychic and, and had a, a sign out in front of their house and stuff. Oh, the one now, like, going towards, like, Robinson's house? Yeah, South yeah, yeah, that? yeah. And um, uh, her I husband actually came by the radio station at one point with her daughter trying to get us to interview her because she also was psychic and uh it's kind of funny that the daughter was obviously like an american kid you know i mean she was from they were from lebanon or something i don't know they were from some middle eastern eastern european kind of descent they they had thick accents the parents but i couldn't place it but the daughter was you know even though she looked like them she was clearly an american kid she was like hey what's up and the mm. father <laughs> was speaking in this like Stephen King accent, you know, like you could hardly make out what he was saying. He's like, she is psychic. She is powerful. And Stephen you must King talk accent. to her. You know, I'm He's saying like, like the kind of accent you'd New see. England no, accent? the kind of accent you'd see a gypsy in a like, Stephen King movie have. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't make me interrupt my story to, to, to tell your little jokes. <laughs> what the hell am I here for? Then? At any rate, he wanted us to talk to her. And um, I felt so bad for her because she just kept looking at me like she was really embarrassed. She's like, oh, God, you know, I can't believe my dad's here making it. But he was creepy. I mean, because he had the clothes he was wearing were like clothes I'd never seen. It was some kind of suit. But I'm serious. It's like he had these. It was like made of materials that you could tell just came from some old world country. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something that he bought. It was burlap. <laughs> no, it was some kind of silk or something. But it just—I'm saying you could tell that it I wasn't. See, can we get hold of these guys now? I don't know. They might still in, be there. In my Google searches, I only found—I've only found one Georgia werewolf story, and it's about the same werewolf who, and her grave is actually out in Talbot County. Oh, it's a girl who has a grave who was a werewolf. Yes. Oh, wow. It's the famous. There are no documented sightings of werewolves in Carrollton, but you should be getting on that. We well, my story is was, secondhand, so I don't, I don't. I don't consider that. Well, that's you. We'd have to get hold of the people. Yeah, is what I'm I haven't saying, talked to any of those guys in years it. and years. Well, I haven't <laughs> ever talked to them, so that's what <laughs> I'm just saying. You got a leg up on me, but I wanna. I wanna investigate werewolves, so maybe. I don't know. Maybe we should, should ask some that. Thought maybe that. that guy that brought his daughter in, maybe he's a werewolf because he, he seemed the type. Or maybe they got a line into their psychics and gypsies and stuff. You know how. I mean, he really did give me the creeps. And 
if his daughter hadn't been so normal looking, I really would have been creeped out. Well, that's that's like the good looking daughter on, on the monsters. Yeah, exactly. Just like the <laughs> relatively normal looking person. Here's a challenge to you too, people. When we get the Georgia Guidestones thing out, there were a lot of weird things written, like vandalize the, the vandalism. There's a lot of weird things that people wrote on those. We're gonna put some pictures up and see if maybe maybe our crack research team can come up with some what some of these things mean. Because I thought that was weird. Like Hakuna Matata. Yeah, no, that one we we sussed that one out on our own. <laughs> there were some but, uh, some mystical sounding things, so. Makoha or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Some very um, like, no. mysterious and those X's with the the symbols like. But, but but we'll put that up. That'll be fun. And if you guys can think of any adventures that you'd like for us to go on, I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm eyeballing our next adventure. You know the greatest adventure I ever heard on a podcast is uh, Rut Rot from uh, Midnight Podcast does zombie shows. He actually went down to Haiti for vacation. Oh, wow. Like, oh, oh, wow. That's, that's serious. serious. That's like they uh, actually, yeah, they, yeah, they actually went to, to, yeah, they went to find a voodoo priest and everything. And yeah, it was pretty crazy. That's awesome. That is, that is pretty awesome. That raises the According standard. to Midnight in the, Good, the Garden of Good and Evil, Savannah is deep in voodoo country. <laughs> I have seen no evidence of this, but I don't see why Kevin Spacey would steer me wrong. You gotta hang out in the graveyard in the middle of the night, I guess. Watch me <laughs> oh, doing right. the rituals. <laughs> With a punker chick. do what I gotta do. Wasn't there a story in Savannah about a, a zombie guy? Like a in zombie? the olden times, there was a crazy guy that lived in the graveyard or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, there is. That's uh, He was a wild man. I don't think he was supposed to be a zombie. Oh, I didn't know if he was supposed to have been but He apparently killed a bunch or of something kids or, and stuff. Chris was just telling me about that. My friend Chris was just talking to me about that. That same one. He's one of the ones who's supposed to be haunting the cemetery where people still see him. That's kind of interesting. It's pretty well. Well, see, in Savannah, I'll find no... And, and I, the, the two adventures that I have in mind right now are haunted places that I'm about to go ask for. But I, I don't want to go looking just for haunted places. I want to look for new, you know, interesting stuff. Like monsters. That's what I want to be looking for. <laughs> you want to run into that Bigfoot, don't you? Oh yeah, if we could look at if we could do the Skunk Ape. Unfortunately, the Skunk Ape Museum is a little further than I want to travel. This is like a nine hours from me. Where is Yikes. it? It's like way down in South Florida. It's nowhere near here. Well, while you're down there, you could look for Swamp Thing too. Yeah, well, I guess he <laughs> is Swamp Thing because <laughs> he's like some kind of Swamp Ape monster. Man, I don't think swamps are a good place to be. <laughs> I don't see any reason to go walking around <laughs> in swamps. I can't advise a, me either. I couldn't advise a swamp at all. I'd, well, I just wanted to see the Skunk Ape Museum. I didn't want to go. Because <laughs> they not have like truth. A, every time they're going around, they just step on alligators everywhere they go and freak out. Stuff like, yeah, like that they should put online, you know, because really, I mean, it's not going to be worth the trip. I'm sure. It's not going to be anything in that. It's probably like a one-room thing. Like, it'll have Dutchy kind of quality stuff. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's a gift shop. If it were nearby, it'd be worth it. But that's I'm why sure we people like us show up at the Skunk Ape Museum every once yeah. in a while. Oh, yeah, if you're headed that way, but you're not going to go if, there for if that. If we were going to travel, I'd want to go see we're the Mothman statue. This is the Skunk Ape Museum. But I want to see Georgia <laughs> things. I want to, I want to, because, you know, you people out there are starting your other branches of the Adventure Club. You can represent your own areas. Yeah, T-shirts. really. 
pending. Yeah, document but, this stuff for us. Give us pictures but, and videos. Yeah, video oh, we, we got t-shirts it. pending? Cool. Have, you saw the... the I saw the logo, the, yeah. Fink got us a nice little logo put together. I need to get with him about... I'd like to make at least a t-shirt for myself. I'd like to have a ball cap. I'm, I'm all about the ball caps. But the, it was a nice logo. Yeah, that was pretty cool of him to do that. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. I want to get a sleeveless denim vest, like all ripped up. That's what I would wear with the logo on it, like a biker would. Like well, once you get the guys, guys and buy I didn't wear my here. adventure vest, man. I'm so stupid. Yeah, you didn't wear your little vest with all the pockets on it. I know. Your old gaffer tape. It would vest. be good if you made a hat because then you'd have an adventure hat. I, know I already have an adventure hat, so I don't need I've a got hat. An, I've got hats that I wear on adventures, but I don't have an adventure hat. You didn't wear a hat during our last adventure. Well, I know. I just I just wasn't prepared at all, Sean. I just wasn't. You know. <laughs> no, it's, uh, Good thing no adventure happened. And that's probably the only one we're ever going to do, too. That's sad. <laughs> well, we're going to excavate no, gonna your more. attic. It was that's adventure, true. not adventures. Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Adventure club. Yeah. Read the fine print. <laughs> like, I don't know how I could have made it more clear. It says right here. That trip is the most hyped adventure of all time. Then. We're going to excavate the attic. And that, you know, there we may be some kind of monster attic, up there. Is, Who knows? That's a miniature adventure. There you but go. I want to, that's an old house. It could house. totally be haunted. Oh, it could. There's no doubting that. But I would like, I would like us to travel somewhere. Besides my parents' house, <laughs> yeah. who, who were who were a little surprised and not completely pleased when I told them that we were going to come film in their attic. <laughs> Do they have something up there we don't need to see? <laughs> like find some big no, Nazi they... flag or something? Like... Get the Oops. bodies out. <laughs> you will not find a Nazi flag in my parents' house. Yeah, I wish I had a video camera. I'd get a good one of the our, uh, ball cemetery that's around here. That place is scary. I have a picture camera. of the front gate. But we'll see if you can borrow one. Camera, camera, we'll but not get, a video camera. We'll go get some stills then. Start, you know, start small. Video is a little harder. Yeah, I do have that, a picture I'll, of the I'll, gate. I'll show it to you. All of our adventure branches. Yeah, post them on the forum. Is there a thread for adventures? Maybe we should just do an adventure thread, and people can just add all their stuff on it. There we should go. do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because if people are just kind of tacking them on. Hopefully when we start, you know, hopefully this Guidestones thing, which is going to be a fairly elaborate video at this point. I think I've got a picture somewhere of the Banning Mill, or at least the front of it. Oh, I was thinking, I bet you we could get permission to go there. Yeah, I'm sure we could. If it's still there. And spend I don't even the know night. if it's still. It's the old, apparently the old mill is still there. They did develop and build something, but they didn't tear down the original building. So all that from stuff, what I'm hearing, like the little bar in the basement and stuff, is that all that still there? Because that's the cool stuff. Supposedly, I we I mean I I just everything is secondhand. There was a fire out there, but apparently wasn't the old building that caught fire. It was one of the new ones. Interesting. Ah, see, that's so, the ghost pissed off that they're building. Well, that's good, but we we need some people who have had firsthand accounts. You know, we need the crazy stories. Well, that's something We're we could look stories into. Stories that aren't supernatural. Well, I'm about. That's fine. You know, Guidestones technically was not supernatural. No, the, that's the, an Illuminati the lighthouse. I haven't got the video, but our trip to the lighthouse was not in any way supernatural. It was yeah, because we explored the old uh, bomb factories in Mead, Nebraska. Here, they well, that's were awesome. making the nuclear warheads yeah, and neat. stuff during yeah. the war back well, in the see, day. It's all, that works. A farmer uses it now to store his hay in there. Isn't that weird? <laughs> awesome. That's <laughs> see, how the that's zombies going to start. Radiated hay. Tall. 
<laughs> yeah, because it's even got like the holes in like the different floors, you know, so it gets bigger and smaller for the rockets. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? It is a pretty intense place, man. That's but uh, we were like so scared find. when we got there because we were afraid we were going to get shot by the farmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I like to find that, you know, a, a friend of ours, uh, Chillis, always used to talk about up around his hometown. Apparently, there was some kind of secret military. I know. I mentioned that, that in the, the episode we did recently. I don't remember which one specifically, yeah. but I mentioned yeah. that. That supposedly areas of it are still sort of hot. Yeah. And like they, they like they buried a train in there. Like when they, when they shut it down, they just they had a like a big freight train i guess they transported stuff with and they buried it how wild is that so yeah that counts it doesn't have to be supernatural just just interesting yeah i mean that's why you know i would like to look do a werewolf thing but but the supernatural element is is kind of done on tv shows like you know we 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 play at at mimicking stuff like the ghost hunters because we think it's fun but really when we go (laughs) do our own thing i just want to go Look at! I wish we could just go across the country to roadside attractions. I would love doing that. Go down Route 66. Yeah, exactly. How What's much left of it? When yeah. we went into Elberton, we just discovered so many neat little stories around that town. You know, just it, it just had a lot of character that it was fun. Uh, that, that would be the, enough. So we to, didn't expect to, to see Dutch at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch the video to, to get learn the more story. about Dutchy. But hopefully, hopefully the people enjoy that because they're a lot more difficult to make than audio shows. So, so we'll see. I'd like to do some more of those videos. Well, all right. Well, I, <laughs> I think, think, I think we've, we've yeah. covered we've covered it again. I hope that that we've done justice to zombies because there I were still a lot feel more like new we never discussed ideas. the real the real things though, like like food. The real zombies. Where are you going to get food? Zombies? You know, we ne- we never really talk about that. Well, what do you, I mean, I, the, because you it's, say it's avoid hard to grocery imagine. stores, but well, you'd almost have to be in that okay. situation to actually well, know, though, I mean, for this, yeah. is, the, the, this is just tips for this specific situation. That, I mean, if you want to be like the, the complete survivalist, I mean, you're going to have to listen to the rest of our shows. We never talk <laughs> yeah. about where you're going to get food. We drop, I know we all drop the redacts here like, well, you hunt? Well, exactly, because <laughs> that's really the truth book? of it is. <laughs> you're going to have to man up in this situation. You're going to have to know. It's not a bad idea right now to start researching what kind of plants it's okay to eat. <laughs> like, that would be useful. Yeah, that's, that's just, we stuff, need, that's just that's where we need Lynn. Lynn, you know. Lynn's got her degree in, like, natural science. Like, that's what Do we they need. tell you how to eat plants and, and that? I don't know. I'm assuming. I don't know, man. So I started picking up this magazine called the Backwoodsman Magazine. And, uh,. <laughs> That like gun and garden. That almost sounded so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a Backwoodsman <laughs> magazine. <laughs> I thought you were going to the back door magazine. I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, it teaches you like like this uh, issue that I just bought. It teaches you how to build a raft. Yeah, how to rape how to city folk. Yeah, really. <laughs> how to, how to survive on broke back drunk. How to make corn well, mash liquor. If they show you what to eat, because really that's the thing. Like, we used to have some buddies who were like like airborne rangers or whatever, and they had to go to like POW camp where they're, you know, and it was like this serious. Like, they'd lock you in a cage and you have to figure out how to survive and all this kind of stuff. And we're like, you should totally put us through that. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell we're ever talking about. But. I but I, it one. would be kind of nice to know something about some that kind of stuff because really, I mean, what kind of grubs can you eat? What kind of dude? What kind the of only people are left after the zombies attack edible. would be the people on Survivor. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a whole bunch of pretentious stuff. people that want to be on cameras. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's difficult to if you don't know how to catch your own food. It's going to be difficult to find food if you're avoiding populated areas. You're just going to have to use your best judgment on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to be able to kill plant. I mean, kill animals. So I'm. I'm, I'm going to have to stick to the city and just scavenge. Well, now. Well, you can't no. fish, if, Brooks. If, if it came right down to it, I mean, I'd, I'd kill some animals. Hell, I'd kill a boy like dogs. Kill stuff. Greg just sounds like the kind of person that would say, "Well, if it came down to it, I'll eat your leg." He said that. He has said that. He has already said that if it came down to it, he would he would eat his friends. When did I say wow. that? Wow. We had this conversation about that alive movie. You're like, well, you know, if you're starving to death, if, I, if it do came down to it, do. I think I would. Well, but now, I don't okay, know about my friends. Like, yeah, your reliability like, like, also. If you crash, if you crash your plane in the Alps or wherever it was, or in, in Argentina. Argentina, I think is where it was. And, uh, uh, you know, you're up there for a while and your friends are dead. Why are you up I, there for a while? Why are you sitting in the plane waiting to be rescued? Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Look Go for, for help. help? That's how they got rescued. <laughs> Two guys went off looking for help. Well, see, that's just dangerous. Well, everybody else <laughs> well, is eating each other's moms. It's much safer to eat your dead friends. <laughs> he goes, there's plenty yeah, of food well, here. dangerous. I mean, you no, know, how many times that, that worked that time? How many times have you heard like where like a family or something gets caught but in the woods driving home? But eating people is bulletproof, and that works every time. <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah, going for help was the way I'd see it, man. If I survived the plane crash, I'd figure, people. well, I've, I'm lucky. I'll be all right. I mean, you know, God, if God wanted me dead, that was a good opportunity, right? No, it just am, always seems to happen. Like when somebody gets caught in the woods really and stuff, they start sure trying to find their I way out, off, and they freeze I'd be off in the woods before anybody even suggested eating people. Like, it would not be my I'm not saying kill somebody there. and eat them. I'm saying if they're already dead. Yeah, well, what if they're close to dead, Greg? As we start drawing when the line. You go, when you go hunger crazy, you know, your boundaries are already, you know, pretty suspicious. See, Greg's going to be the guy that's like, look, he may not be dead, but he's old. He's He's got, what, look, 10 years left yeah, in him? Look. Country boy can't survive. Dead enough. What can I say? That's where Greg starts talking about dead enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> He'll never He's come back from die. that. Look at him. <laughs> He'll He's never heal down. from that paper cut. <laughs> we shouldn't be wasting our food and water on him. He's just going to die. He is food and water. <laughs> if we start with his arm, now, he can now still you guys walk. are totally misrepresenting me. <laughs> Who said you'd eat people? Yeah. Like you wouldn't eat people if it came right down I to it. I wouldn't eat people. You would not eat I, people. If no. you were going to die, I mean, I mean, if you were in a situation like that. I won't be in like situation. I'm going to march off into the woods looking for help and die of exposure like a normal person. you die of exposure. Person. Well, yeah. I'd do that before I'd cut somebody up and eat them. And then, like and then die of exposure the next day. <laughs> uh, it'd be a day longer than you're around. <laughs> what a wonderful day it would be, Good. the day you're eating people. Exactly. That's a great that day. That gives me one day in hell to plan your arrival party. <laughs> No, that's I'd be one day I had that I was, was so fun. Into it. I was one saying, hellish look, day hey, of look, look, As soon as look, you're done cooking, listen, yeah. listen. I think into it, you hear the chopper. If hey, if, yeah, this if, is not the if there's a situation where we're in a plane crash or we're cut off or somewhere or another, and I'm dead, feel free to eat me. Well, I'm not I don't going care. to. 
Now he's telling me to eat him. (laughs) You're only saying that. He's saying that so he won't feel bad about eating us. He's like, I told them they could eat us. I told them. There's plenty of good meat here. Look at this arm. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) If I can't skin an animal, I'm not going to be able to skin a person. You know what I'm saying? One of those guys' moms was there. Are you vegetarian or something? No, but I would be if I had to kill the animal myself. And that's the truth. If I had to kill (laughs) an animal, I wouldn't do it. In all seriousness, now, I'd kill rabbits and stuff. I mean, if if that's what I had to do, I think, yeah, that's not not something that I do. But I think if I had to, in that situation, I'd learn to be able to. You can't at least fish, though, Brooks. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Fishing. I've fished before. I know I could do that if I could catch something. I'm just saying that these are the things we never discuss when we're talking about zombies. We always just assume that there's guns and ammo and stuff available. But really, I think the zombies aren't going to be your biggest problem. It's just going to be how do you survive, period. In the long term. Because when you take my first piece of advice and you start heading up into the, the northern wilderness to avoid people, it's going to be finding food is going to be scary. Yeah, you're going to be because you're avoiding right food. Now, Brooks, you better you better learn to eat stuff off the land because oh, if you die, Greg's going to straight eat me. Greg's gonna <laughs> eat. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> but you know, by that point, if there's you not going to be. If you just get sufficient, there won't be any meat on my bones, right? I'll, I mean, I'm. I'm going to be nothing. That's what there I won't mean. be anything to me. Greg's not going to wait for you to starve and waste all that good meat. <laughs> like, look at him. He's not going to survive. Eat fish. Once, once he's assessed that you're not going to make it. You're probably high in cholesterol. He's losing a pound a day now. We can't afford to go a week. He's wasting away. Right now, he'd be good for the group. He'd be good for at least two meals. A week of him eating whatever food we have left. I'm surprised you're not with me on this one. I'm really really (laughs) him, Sean. You're surprised I'm not with you on eating people? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, as much as you are in the, you I know, would into eat the idea of surviving to, a situation like this, if it came down to it, you wouldn't. I'm giving the suggestions for what are the best practices for surviving. I'm, I side with Brooks when it comes to if their people are in trouble and stuff like that. I'm just not giving those tips because that's not what this is about. I'm I always, saying, and I maintain, like, and I will leave continue. people behind or I eat continue to maintain that survival. <laughs> It involves to me a level of quality of life. Like, there's no point in surviving if it's a living hell every day you're alive. I'm just saying you got to prepare yourself. <laughs> Unless I mean, because, I know. you know that there's a situation Like, if you're a POW to. in some prisoner of war camp and it's a living hell, yeah, survive because you know you're going to be free and go home and see your family. But if you're in a, there is no future. Everyone's gone. Nothing but zombies and death. Then, yeah. You might just lie down and give up the ghost. Well, I'm saying because if you can build a society of some kind, even if it's just a small tribe, as long as there's something. But if you're going around eating people and killing people and stuff, then it doesn't seem like it. What's the point? (laughs) Make it sound like I'm going to eat people that are still alive. Damn it! I'm not going to do that. It's just the next logical step. Yeah, but you have to understand. You're 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 of sound mind, and you're already okay with eating dead people. So when you start to lose it, what do you think you're going to get okay with? <laughs> like I might start starving and thinking, well, you got to eat a person to survive. Apparently, apparently but I'm not going to say it now because I'm an insane person. You already on a rational level are okay with eating dead people. I'm I'm reading the Wikipedia entry of the road, and apparently that's a big part of the storyline is cannibal. Oh, I don't doubt it. Oh, I've got to read this book. I almost want to read this book before the movie comes out. That movie looks really good. Yeah. And yeah, it looks like it's just going to be horrible. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I don't 
I don't particularly like his. Movie and why are they? Anymore. Where are they trying uh, to go in the in the movie? It looks like they have kind of a decent situation, and then he's like, "Well, let's go here," and that's when they run into all the trouble. Like, well, apparently that. I mean, I don't know what happens to the wife, but apparently that they're, they're they're going south, like through Tennessee uh, and Georgia, to, to get to Florida. And, uh, well, I think yeah, it's always if, there, the if there aren't dead, any gypsies the, to pick on, south. pick on Southerners. <laughs> or them know, southern this gypsies. don't seem like my kind of movie at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass up on that one. Uh, I, I want to see it. It looks good, but I don't expect see, it to be a see, laugh riot. Look at this. I'm talking about you know eating people, but I won't go see a movie like the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly you won't see a horror movies. movie, but yeah, you're cause... cutting people up and eating them. <laughs> look, I'm not yeah, saying really. I'm going to go do it here in a few I know, minutes. You are. Greg doesn't cool. need to see what he does. I'm not know? saying I got some some stuff in the microwave. I'm, I'm just saying that, that you know. I mean, I guess if it came right down to it, and you had to, you had to do it. Who says you have it. to do it though? That's the the then line you know I don't understand. That, if it was looking that bad, I think I I would totally walk in. Well, no, no, it's just no, like me, the demon in the house say, when they're like leaving the house won't help. It's well, like, let me well, just say that like we'll the, the live situation, the airplane situation, it doesn't sound like that was absolutely necessary. It was I mean, necessary they, because they, they waited like they there like three weeks. Yet. You know, instead of walk, they'd yeah. walked in the first place, so they probably all would have been fine. In, any well, well, you're supposed I'm to wait. Any, any survival, you know, guide will tell you if you get you hung know, out somewhere, say, don't don't move around because they if, say that. And the, and I'll tell you right now, that's probably usually good advice, but I'll never know because I definitely am like the guy that's like after like 30 minutes, like. Let's go see if we can find. I mean, if it's, if you're on a frozen in, mountain, in a general survival situation, see, we like haven't even just, seen if they're looking for us yet. Like, in a general survival situation, like you're woods. just lost in the woods. Now, I, I would stay put. I, I would probably try to find some way to to make myself I noticeable the best, in the woods. How do you get put. lost in the woods? Yeah, I bet it'd be easy to get <laughs> lost in the woods. <laughs> This happens all the well, time. Well, I like in a national park or something. Like, people go out to national parks the and they think they know their way around. They go hiking through the woods. If you're in a place that's forever. like 20 miles in any direction, really? I, can, I can totally see you getting lost. I can't even yeah. imagine it. Well, I, I mean, I might lose my direction, but if you that. just keep going straight, you know. Well, eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, well, in America, not, I would think I mean, if you just keep walking one direction, I don't have any internal direction. I'll say that. Well, you know when the sun is rising or setting, you're going to get a sense of east or west. Yeah. Like, so how can you be lost forever? Like, if worst saying. case scenario, follow the sunset or the sunrise. There's a window of time where you at least know you're heading in a direction. You're not mm-hmm. walking in circles. That's the danger in being lost is walking in circles. Or so finding I don't Greg who wants to eat you. <laughs> Yeah, really. The other danger. Yeah. Dead enough. You know, though, what about that one guy? You guys heard about that story about the guy who got stuck on the mountain and he cut his hand off or something? Yeah, he he did because he got stuck in a crevice while he was mountain uh, climbing and he got exposed to the elements and, like, bit his hand off. Oh, that was brutal. Oh, he bit it off? I thought he cut it off. I think he cut it off. He cut it off. Literally (laughs) bite it off. I was going to say, damn. he He was videotaping his experience the whole time. Oh, did y'all wow. ever see that special? No. He no. videotaped uh, when he did that? Oh, my it God. It was on NBC. Tom Brokaw interviewed him. And, yeah, he like he had a video camera with him, and he was kind of documenting the whole thing. Wow. Was he, like, screaming while he was doing it? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, he, 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 did, he cut the camera off when he, ha- when okay, he started good. cutting his arm off. But, I mean, he was, <laughs> he was talking to the camera while he was 
waiting oh, wow. hopefully to be rescued. That'd be an interesting documentary, but I don't think I want to see it. I don't know it. what that's about. Everyone shows that as a big story of survival, and it is. But at the same time, what the hell was he doing out there? <laughs> like, these are... Like, when I say adventure, I mean, like, we're out basically going out doing fun things that have relatively no actual danger to them. <laughs> interesting things. That's my idea of a fun adventure. Get you out of the house, day trip somewhere, find something interesting. But these guys are out climbing mountains, and they get hypothermia when they're, your hand's stuck inside a rock. You're like, what the hell, man? <laughs> it's well, not all right. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You got that coming. I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything. You had that coming. Yeah, you can't help a plane crash, but you're out there by yourself. Yeah, really. And then you purpose. have to eat someone's mom. Well, I think, I don't know if he got lost or not. I think he, he got, got lost. Where... He got stuck. <laughs> well, yeah, he got stuck. Right. I mean, he, he, he knew where he was, rock. but he, he just got his hand caught. He couldn't get out. And there, it wasn't a high enough traffic area, I guess, where someone would come along eventually. Yeah, because didn't yeah, he wait a couple days before he did it? Yeah, he was up there where he was in danger of like dying of exposure. How sick can you be though? How does your hand go into something yeah, and not I be able to come back out? I can't even imagine that. That's what's weird. Like stuck doesn't That's make sense unless it's me wells death. or something. He probably, he probably what probably happened is he slipped. He fell in between two rocks and it jammed in there, and he couldn't well, get I, the sucker out. Yeah, well, like the rock came down. I mean, it was like I guess had his whole forearm, and I mean the rock was heavy. He couldn't. He just couldn't move it. Wow, that would suck Ugh. so bad. Now, but see, from what he said, it wasn't painful to do because by the time he did it, because they were already gone, the tissue was already, you know, yeah, pretty I much mean, necrotic. Exactly, they were. Yeah. It was just psychological. Yeah. See, Greg sure would have already eaten the arm. It's like there's good meat on that bone. He ate the fingers to live. What else? Make yourself a stew. Wow. I don't know, man. I just have to say, that's a man there. Cut your arm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. That's more than I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Except if I was in that situation, probably would have to, too. And my lack of sympathy comes from me not visualizing myself ending up in that situation. The worst part of it, I, I wouldn't think that like cutting the meat would be the hard part, but like breaking the, the bone. bone. Oh, oh, yeah. Sawing oh, through that yeah. bone. Oh, yeah. my God. You had to feel that at some point. Yeah. Oh, man. The vibration. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> but then I would actually think literally, and maybe I'm wrong on this, that by the time he got the meat off, he might could have just slid the bone out. Oh, gross. Oh, can you oh, imagine walking around with some bones? Oh, dude. Which would have been cool for a minute, but then really bad. <laughs> yeah, really. He's walking around going, I am Skeletor. Yeah, this is... <laughs> my power is beyond your understanding. That'd be a good uh, practical joke. Come up on somebody. Ah! <laughs> Can you go to the hospital now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm mad with pain. <laughs> See, this actually oh, hurts it's just as much as you think it would. <laughs> this is not an illusion. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Only we would find humor in such a thing. Oh, Lord. I know. Probably one of our listeners knows that guy or something. I remember the guy. Oh, <laughs> oh you. Know. I'm so glad you guys are getting the mail, not me. <laughs> it's on the forum now. We all get to well, see no, it. I mean, we're laughing, but man, I got respect for the guy. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, I hear you. I'm not laughing. I think it's horrible. <laughs> You guys are some cold, cold bitches. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, Brooks. <laughs> so 
I would rather be stuck out in the wild with me than you guys. That's all I'm saying. You guys, like, he's We're in a bear trap. He's so good alone. as dead. It'd be nicer, just shorter. Bruce is just going to stand out somewhere and alone on a hill. See, I'm a good guy. Don't hurt me. I'll I help know. you. Given our three schools of thought, while Greg is eating you, I will escape. Keep Brooks around in case you meet somebody like Greg. Huh? If you eat me, I'm going to haunt you forever. I'm just going to go ahead and put well, that out there. That's, that's what I'm saying about the zebra theory, man. We need to keep a few around. Yeah. Just, just, just that the zombies or the or the crazy rednecks or whatever can pick a few off, you know. Yeah, keep some <laughs> some people fatter than us. Even you got to find someone really out of shape. No, I, in all seriousness, I, I probably I probably would after a certain amount of time try to settle down. You couldn't run forever. Well, yeah. And well, where are you going to go? The point to me in in heading north or finding is really just trying to find a place that's not preferable to zombies. Eventually, you will settle down. But I think people think they want to get clear and then find someplace immediately to hole up. Or like in the Night of the Living Dead scenario, within the first 48, find a safe place. Like, mm-mm, keep running. Well, you got to... Because what they also, do is they trap themselves. Well, there's an assumption that perhaps this isn't a permanent situation, you know. They're waiting for rescue, man. It's just like those alive people. Or that whatever this thing... I'm not saying rescue's not coming, but assume it isn't. Whatever this situation is going on that, you know, how do you know if it's just going to be over in 48 hours or something and all the zombies will just... All the infected will die off. I mean, you don't really know. Uh, that's the thing that always bothers me about well, Shyamalan we know, movies. But, it's when yeah, things get at their worst, just they wake up the next day. in zombie survival, they wouldn't know. I'm just saying that zombies represent a worst case scenario. In a worst case, you assume it's the worst case. Continue. Like the, like I was saying about the normalcy bias, you know, don't begin with the assumption that things are going to get back to normal. Like, don't be opposed to the idea, but, but you know, Look, it assume took, it there's took no what? help coming. Look, assume took, yeah. if that you're surrounded by zombies. If you're surrounded by 10 zombies now, assume that by morning you'll be surrounded by 100. And if you, because 10 zombies, especially slow zombies, you can get by. You could get away. You can't get through 100 of them. You can't see past 1,000 of them. So by then, they're going to get you because there's nowhere to go. And then, oh, it's just a matter of them either finding a way into where you are or you starving out. We mentioned this in the previous zombie episode, but I still say body armor is something to look into. I'm for that, which is another reason I like cold weather because when you get those the, in warm weather areas, people are walking around with no shirts on. Yeah, you and definitely stuff. don't want to be easy wearing all that in a hot climate. That'll yeah. kill you just from Worst dehydration. Case scenario: if you're if you're already walking around in like a parka, you know, in moon boots, <laughs> then you've got you've got layers of protection that people at the beach don't have. If it's deep snow and you've got a snowmobile and they're running, there you could totally outrun some zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah, because zombies are not going to last very long in the deep snow. It won't kill them. I wonder if polar may, bears they, would eat zombies. They'll literally freeze. Bears, probably, but then you might end up with zombie bears. Like, do people, you know, Greg's to willing to eat weather. people. Yeah. Would he eat a zombie? If you, no, um, you can't eat a zombie. Well, we don't know. We don't there's know. Get infected there's, a def, there's a definite infection. Well, I mean, if you I cook it you properly... I don't see how they don't boil. Don't know where the infection. <laughs> see what I do is like if I you know go someplace cold, you know wait for them to freeze. You up get rid of E. coli and stuff by cooking yeah. or yeah, you know botulism. I mean all those things that come in food. Cooking is supposed properly yeah. is supposed to get rid of it. So I would assume 
I think uh, fishing is probably the best thing because that's going to be the least contaminated food source. Zombies are going to go kill every land roving animal. And well, eat let it. me tell you this though. This is and this is a real world thing. You know, we had a flood in Atlanta recently, and one of the things that happened was one of the the large sewage treatment plants. In fact, I think it's like the largest one in the southeast flooded, and the Chattahoochee River was just they. They, had, they just started pouring raw sewage into it by the millions of gallons. And I would assume in any kind of end-of-the-world situation that all the water treatment plants are going to go bad and whatever is going on, or has been going on at least, will pour into the freshwater system. So it's not going to be the True. cleanest It's not going to be like, you know, you're out on a mountain spring. Another good reason to avoid populated areas because all those water treatment yeah, but it goes downstream areas are it goes to unpopulated well, places. You might also want to consider See, that's another good reason too, to like go getting, north. <laughs> well, you might want to consider yes. getting to a high elevation, like to where you're getting some like rain runoff or yep, glacier yep. melt and that type of thing, where it's pure water. Yeah, so it sounds like heading north is still the best way yeah. to go, no matter what you take into account. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of going along with that idea, even though I don't like cold weather. A mountain yeah, in but Canada. That's the point. It's going to be hard living because it's difficult for living people to make it in cold weather. But that's what's going to fight off the zombies. We have the uh, we have adaptability in our favor, and we have body heat. A zombie <laughs> could put on a parka, and it wouldn't make a damn bit of difference except for wind chill. Like they you, have no body. Are they cold blooded? I guess they're they dead. No they don't have any body heat of any well, kind. Then how do they're cold? You know, the they, I'm not getting into it. But how do they function? How, is it, how are they able to move the ligand? I don't know. In a physical sense, I guess, if they're trying to explain how it could physically happen, it's really just about electrical impulses from the brain still keeping the body animated. But there's no blood flow. Well, there'd no have to be, beating, or the so muscles no wouldn't work. You wouldn't be able to move your body. <clears throat> well, you know, in a slow zombie scenario, it works because they are starting to slow down and break up. It really, if if a slow zombie epidemic happened, you would have some actual hope of rescue because slow zombies can't live that long. They can't remain animated. Their bodies will give out. So there is a time frame. And unless every new person that dies becomes one. So that's what, is it a continuing situation or is it a one-time thing that animated even at that point, there aren't that many new people dying. <laughs> the world's <laughs> population is going to, we're going to hit like Guidestone level of like, you know, where they're saying only 500 million people yeah. worldwide. The zombie epidemic will take care of that number for them. Well, I'm hoping it doesn't happen. Let's, let's put our, <laughs> yeah, let's cross too. our fingers. <laughs> I think this kind of stuff is fun to discuss because, like we said, it's a worst case. If you're prepared for zombies, then I actually think more places should actually literally put out zombie response plans because you think of so many crazy, horrible things. Do you like, think, if you're prepared man, for worst those, case is – watch that trailer for 2012 and give you a whole new perspective on worst case. <laughs> like ridiculous. zombies all of a sudden seems okay. Good lord. <laughs> the sky actually cracks. Yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable destruction. <laughs> it's like there's, a, there's like a zipper going down the sun and it just comes unzipped. You're watching that trailer going, well, what's this movie about? Of it onto the earth. I mean, what could possibly happen after this? It doesn't this? Even make nothing... sense. And they're like, it's not just LA. It's like, well, obviously, I mean, good lord. If, that, if only LA cracked up to that degree. <laughs> Satan is raping the ocean. <laughs> what is going on? I can't think of a more worst case scenario than this. We should totally do an episode after that because that's a, like, where do you we go will. from we've there? Got a, 
We've got well, to see that movie because it's ridiculous. Oh, this looks stupid. Looks like this world's well, blood, but it looks fun. It's stupid. Yeah. It's the world. I mean, they do have a trailer where there's a plot, but the trailer where they're just running from things. It's like the funniest thing ever this where he's just like driving like, oh and the road is Lord. breaking up and he jumps out of the, the car and gets into a plane and the plane takes off and the buildings all crash and they're like slaloming through buildings like Han Solo in an asteroid field. <laughs> and they keep stealing that image from Empire. They did it in, in uh, Independence Day too. But There's a scene in the trailer then, where know, before they get in a plane, they're in a car and a building falls and they're like driving through the office. As it's falling, so like driving through the building, like marking the streets, like guys, it's the worst. And there's this people. And Atlas and, uses the Earth as a bowling ball and yeah. throws it down in Jupiter, and Jupiter explodes. I mean, it's just like, why are they even trying to survive at that point? I I'm know. Like, what are you running to? Where are you gonna go? You're rocketing from a space shuttle into orbit. He's got, I've got a space shuttle on, on reserve. We've got to get to Cape Kennedy. I know. Who is so. John Cusack in that movie, too? Let's go. Like, it immediately happens, and they're on a plane. Like, what, who are you? Now, the world flood thing, that, that might be a scenario where I, where I wouldn't want to try to survive. I might just hang it up. World flood. Well, if the world flood happens, then you're not supposed to survive. Well, well I mean, but people will try, and then, like, like building this ark or whatever, do that water world thing. Where everybody, you know, <laughs> we have tons of arcs now, man. Did they not have <laughs> more boats back then? I guess that was ancient biblical history. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to say literally it's history, of course, but I'm saying just figuratively speaking, he built a big boat. But was there no one else that had boats? I mean, is he the only one that was able to survive? Did... Oh, I'm not even going there. Nowadays, you know, there's tons of ships out there. Oh, I mean, would one Brooks, ship... you got to get Jesus in your heart, man. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. then it'll all make sense. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I'll go, oh, now I understand that story. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, of course, Noah found giraffes. I, I've always been curious. I mean, in all seriousness, and, and this is Endless punishment. show, but, but I've been kind of, always been kind of curious about that story because there has been... There's several instances of a shipbuilder and a great flood. In, oh, in I literature. don't doubt that there has been a great not flood. Not just literature. It all started with Gilgamesh. Yeah. Flood. Yeah. Well, they all come from the same region, though. All these, these, these mythologies share that story, so there must have been an actual flood that that, that story is derived. Yeah, like yeah, a so huge I'd be flood. Curious I, like I heard. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I'd be curious just to know more about the history around that, because it does seem like... There must have been some basis, basis in historical, historical fact for, for Noah and for the ship well, building. Well, I guess they, well, they can go back to that, that Pangea theory that they're, all the continents used to be one and some cataclysmic event separated them and created oceans. And that's, that might be where you know these ideas came from in an ancient sense. I heard a plausible idea was, um, you know, whether it was volcanoes or earthquakes or whatever, at one time where I can't remember if it was Black Sea or Red Sea I think it was the red one though that was like fertile area or whatever and then this earthquake kind of uh, made the ground or whatever so water flooded in from the Mediterranean Sea and that's what started the story in that area yeah which could make which could make sense I mean totally if you and you're talking about ancient Sumeria too as as, as it goes back as far as that where you've got the whole Marduk and Tiamat myth you know, I guess Gilgamesh plays into that then. Yeah, exactly. That's the, f- the farthest one back I know of. And that sort of got, you know, well, uh, they the, the theoretically got 
absorbed into the, the the Noah story, and then from there became what's more commonly known now as the story. But a lot of these places shared that myth because there's probably a, there's probably a similar event they're all basing it on. A common history. <laughs> shifting gears for just a second before we go because we do have to go soon. But I was at Blockbuster the other night, and this is a total gear shift. So just to let you guys know. You need a sound effect. I was looking at gear shifting. <laughs> yeah, just, just, <laughs> yeah, screeching tires. Just of a train coming off the rails. But uh, I was at Blockbuster and I was looking at the Star Trek toys from the new movie, and I was like, "Oh, these look kind of lame." And then on the same shelf, they had the Mega doll of like for the Klingon uh, oh, and the Andorian. I saw that. I saw them at Toys R Us the other day. I am. Crazy! I got to go to Toys R Us if they're there because that blew me away. I bought them. So they remaking like, Mega believe. dolls. They reissued they're the Mega dolls. They were making everything. They were making phasers, communicators, uh, ships. Are they really with all with the old molds? Yeah. Because well, these are about the, the old molds exact. Like, like even the, the cards molds. look the same. Yeah. I kind of want they were one issued. of those. These are the original I didn't dolls. Know that. They kind of. I mean, they're awesome. It's awesome, but yeah, it's you know they're doing that to, like they do to everything. They're, they're making doing remakes of classic. It doesn't toys, bother but, me because yeah, we can't afford the classic. But they're reissuing them from the mold. <laughs> yeah. I, if I could afford the original, they never that'd be do. awesome. But I like I love when they remake these yeah, things. Yeah, Mega dolls are rare. It's hard even on eBay as a grown person with money. It's hard to get these dolls. There's a thrift store down the street from. Not kidding. That oh. has um Mega Dukes of Hazard toys. They have two Boss Hogs, a Luke. And they also have a, uh, uh, God, what was the other one, Lisa? What? They have a Charlie's Angels and also a, a Hutch from Starsky and Hutch. Because they were $25 each, and I didn't oh, have Oh, Lord, one. that's not a thrift store. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, they're carded. So I thought that was kind of cool. The cards are beat up, though. So I, mean, I wasn't sure if that was a good price or not, but uh, it was neat to see them. I wanted the Boss Hog. One of, well, one by itself for 25 would probably be okay. You couldn't get more than one. But I get Boss Hog on the card for twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. But I, that that brought back but, the Mega thing to me. And then you said that I was like, oh, I need cool. to look for some of these more Mega dolls. I'd never even seen the Andorian doll before, so it's neat. Oh man, I would totally love a Star Trek. That's one of the few things that I would like. Star Trek would be the old Mega. Dolls, I would tell you this neat. too. I actually have the original Enterprise playset from the Mega dolls. And oh, like, you have the getting, Kirk or the getting, Spock. Don't I've you? got a Spock out of the package. I've got Kirk on the card, actually. Yeah, that's what I saw, the Kirk on the card. I was so jealous of that. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. You guys are such nerds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't have a problem with that. For just, the old school toys. Because like, I was hanging out Dude, with, I gotta like... I get the my, new Megalo, man. <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend, uh, Jared, who's, like, you know, my military advisor for gun things. And I'm like, I'm totally buying these dolls. He's like, Really? Like yeah, I don't care. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm buying these dolls to go with the playset that I already own. It's too hard to be cool. I'd rather just be me. It's it exhausting. <laughs> I'm well, just giving you guys hell, but it was just funny uh, sitting back listening well, to you guys and they're talking life, about know? it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys are just so hyper about it. It was awesome. Mega dolls. <laughs> like I remember when I used to love toys and old Star Wars toys and all that stuff. But Star Wars toys, even the old ones, don't get me excited when I see them places. But Mega dolls are still like the original chase action figure. I have to admit, I don't. I don't collect like I them, used to, like, but when I saw those in Toys R Us, I was like, you know, I would probably I, buy I mean, I hate all that they, of these. I hate that they do the remakes because it, it does kind of 
lower the value if you had the original. Oh, I don't toy, care. But no, but man, you know, screw people who buy them for investments. Screw their value. Yeah, like that's what ruined everything. The, the, all this stuff was cooler to collect when it had no actual value. Now it's like two hundred dollars for a Mega doll. It's like, geez, uh, yeah, man. that's that's just frustrating. It's yeah, like, come on, it's man. Like, what am I going to get out of that? I'm not buying it as an investment. But what I thought was cool about this company that's redoing the Mega stuff is they have actually expanded the line. So is like, Mega around, this, or did someone just this, using that name? Uh, the EMCE or something is the name. I put a link to the site if you get to the forum on the Favorite Toys thread. I did link this site, but they actually re-released most of the old dolls, including a lot of the old aliens that were – almost none of them were produced, like – but they remade the Gorn doll because the original one didn't look like the Gorn, so they made a new one. And they did a Chekhov and a Sulu, which there never were ones in the original. Oh, they haven't re-released Uhura, though, which is weird. <laughs> but they made a Chekhov and a Sulu. I just think that's interesting how... I like, just want to Orion Orion girl. Girl. What's that? I asked if they were doing an Orion girl. That's what they need to do. <laughs> yeah, that's we need a life size like one of those, those. right? <laughs> yeah, really. Surround your bed with them. It's like this is the creepiest thing ever, Sean. I'm telling you as a friend. <laughs> yeah. uh, it would be kind of cool to have the old Mego dolls like sitting next to the new movie dolls that almost look kind of, you know, they look similar in the uniforms and stuff. The new ones that at all the stores I go to, which is just Walmart and Target or whatever, they're all on clearance. I mean, no one's buying them at all. Yeah, these mega yeah. ones the in block. Figures. I bought them in clearance at Blockbuster. You know, really? I guess you I need to go to Toys R Us for real. I didn't know that they had yeah, mega dolls. Do well, I don't remember being on clearance though. So I, you know, you might want to shop around. But I bet uh, you could probably eBay it. But I'm afraid people on eBay would even sell them for more than they they should. Oh, just because they should. They like of course, that would. Well, on eBay, they'll be popping them out of the box and selling it. As I want to buy all the weapons. They look just like the original. That's that's my thing. Oh it's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm a total nerd for that kind of stuff. Like I, I would like the original, like toys, because those were just they didn't make that many of those when I was a little kid. You know, I remember that stuff from when I was a kid, but it wasn't like toys today where they make a bajillion. Yeah, yeah. I was like so the cool. Planet of the Apes dolls. I, the, I think they re-released the Planet of the Apes dolls too. I had the Star Trek utility belt. That was so awesome. When I, was a kid. <laughs> I don't a remember any belt utility belts in the movie. <laughs> huh? I don't remember well, any utility belts in the show. I think well, they actually you, had you had to have a thing the, that you could hang your your communicator and stuff. Like even the dolls have like a little belt that they can put the phaser on and things. Yeah. Man, that sounds fun. I, if it's on the original cards, because that's where the charm is. Yeah, the thing is, though, you have to remember, the ones that I got, the card is there and it looks the same, but the whole thing is encased in plastic, so it's not a blister it's on like the card. It's like a clamshell, right? You could take yeah. that off, though. Yeah, but then you have the loose card and the loose figure is the thing. Well, the card doesn't come... What do you mean? It's not It's not attached to the card? The figure isn't attached to the card? No, the whole thing is encased in plastic. So the blister is part of the the the, the encasement well, that kinda makes sense. and the so cards you don't inside it. The card too. Like, no, yeah. I'm confused. It's kind of nice. Is it a clamshell over a carded figure, or is it you're saying the figure and the card? No, it's are a clamshell over the figure and the card, but the nothing is connected to the figure or the card. If you pull that that plastic off, the figure and the card are loose. Now that's weird. I don't understand how that would work. 
I mean, crazy. You know, normally these things are done. There's a clamshell, but you take it out of the clamshell, and it's just a carded figure. You know, it's like a yeah. But this is not like that. There's no there's no blister card attaching the figure. Well, that's no fun. There's no blister attaching the card the the figure to the card. Now I'm disappointed. <laughs> I am so this confused now. <laughs> I'm sure they did that so that it didn't the the figure on the card didn't look exactly like. Well, there's the easy ways around that. You just change the back but of if the you card, take it, or you put a different date on I, it. Well, they did, but all you could keep it in the plastic and it would look fine. I didn't, but I took them out and I just have the figure standing in front of the card and it's still neat. Hmm. Well, huh. and then you I'll can play with it. them, and that's the important thing. <laughs> you could take their clothes off. Yeah, you could switch their cool clothes. Cool thing about Mega you know, Dolls. How you like to do. <laughs> All right. I'm done talking to you nerds. Right, I got cool is, stuff to do. I got some Xbox and. I got some. Greg's got people to eat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> got to get online and look I'm up some saying, recipes. Man. <laughs> this is good. Don't, yeah, don't go googling soul. that. You'll find some horrible <laughs> stuff. There are actually websites dedicated to Lady fingers. <laughs> All right. Well, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed talking to you again. Oh, no. This Google. has been an awesome show. And I've enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I've enjoyed having another good action packed two parter as we have. Mm-hmm. I had a good so, time being here again. Just in time for Halloween. I like to give the people what they like. Boo. Yeah. Oh, you said boob. <laughs> like, that's what I like. <laughs> boob. Give the people what they like. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> well. <laughs> boob. <laughs> All right. <laughs> TV8MyDinner.com. Forum.TV8MyDinner.com. Or feedback. Send us your adventures. We're going to start an adventure thread. Send us your adventures or adventure ideas. I'd love to see pictures and videos of, of the growing adventure club. Send us your favorite human recipes. No, no. <laughs> favorite don't, human don't recipes. Don't do that. that I deny. I, I will not accept that. <laughs> that. Send that directly to Greg's email. Starkey at whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little made up. I don't really want those kind of people emailing the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I've got a good one. I've tested it myself. There's <laughs> nothing salt can't fix. <laughs> yeah, cooking a person, man. You know, a person's like 200 pounds. I mean, a turkey's 20 pounds, and it takes a day to cook a turkey. Can you imagine cooking a person? Well, we'll cut you up in parts. Well, Brooks is soft. He's, he's been away from the show too long. He's forgotten how to end okay, things. Okay, uh, com. My name is Brooks. I'm Sean. I'm Greg. And I'm a Dougal. And we'll see you next week. Happy Halloween. Boob. <laughs> Boob. <laughs> <laughs> Boob. This has been TV8 My Dinner. Don't forget to visit our forum at www.forum.tv8mydinner.com. Brooks, it's what's for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) 
At least he didn't say the other white meat. <laughs>